BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and today I am going to be going solo for our current mood convo because we've had a lot of guests on that have been absolutely fabulous and amazing since I've been back from my break, which is just seems like it never even happened. It's long gone, moving on. But I figured we haven't really just chatted, you know, just you and me, just just the two of us, dare I say, because I don't, does anyone listen to a podcast in a group? Actually, someone did tell me that they did once. Okay. Anyway, I feel as though we have not talked one-on-one in a while and I've, you know, obviously been learning so much as most of us have throughout the past year. And I keep trying to think of like topics and things we want to talk about. And there's one that's been popping up for me a lot recently that I think would be a good current mood convo. And I feel like we haven't really gone into it that much since mood has begun. So I say today we talk about letting go, maybe my experience with it, maybe why I think it needs to be something you need to become good at. And we can just talk about how it's kind of the current mood convo of the week. But first, obviously, I mean, don't get your panties in a bunch. Calm down, relax. We have to do best mood and worst mood of the week. My best mood this week was laughing. And I was literally thinking today before the podcast, I just need to make a PSA that laughter truly is the best medicine. I have never laughed so much in my life. I told you guys last week that I was super excited to go see my girlfriends from home that I haven't seen in a few months. And it was just everything I needed and more. It was so nice to get out of LA. It was so nice to be with the girls in my life that make me laugh harder than anyone. I, if you can't tell my like voice is kind of going away. Cause like that's how much I've been screaming and laughing. And it's just, it truly, there's nothing better than having fun with your girlfriends. You could literally have the love of your life. You could be single, whatever. If you have your girlfriends and you guys can just laugh your asses off, there is truly no better mood. It just feels so freaking good. And it was hands down best mood of the week. I knew I was excited for a reason, even though I was a little cranky because I was a little cranky last week. It all paid off because we had an amazing weekend. And it just reminded me that even though like life is tough and work is hard and, and shit happens and all that stuff. It's like it's weekends like those and moments like that. And knowing that you can have that in your life and you can have more of it is just the reason to just keep on going. So it is a hundred percent a certified best mood. My worst mood of the week was kind of only like right before I left and right after I came back of just that kind of like realizing I wasn't living in the present moment by essentially focusing on what I don't have. And as I was kind of like prepping this podcast before, I was like, I don't want to go on like, you know, go on the record and say that as if like, oh, like, look at my life. Like, I'm just focused on the things I don't have. And then everyone's like, well, look at what you do have. It seems so great. And 
you know, obviously it's not one of those things where I'm saying like, oh, you don't understand. Like you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. It's, it's more so, I don't know if maybe I feel like this is even more relatable if you're thinking about the future so much and you're almost thinking of what you don't have because you don't know what you're going to have and you don't know how you're going to get it. So essentially that's a, you know, woo woo way of just being like, I'm only focused on what I don't have in a sense of, I don't know what my future is going to have. And that's what I'm focused on. And I don't know how I'm going to get there. And it stresses me out. And I can't just enjoy the moment I'm living in right now. Cause I'm so focused on like where I'm going to go and how I'm going to get there and what I'm going to do and who I'm going to be. And it's just this weird place that I've been in. And I think it's been really frustrating for me because I've made a lot of progress. And I think it's frustrating that it keeps coming up because it's almost even scarier to deal with it and kind of figure out what to do because I mean, you know, I've just been going nonstop for so long and I'm like, I don't know what my future looks like. And it's, it's scary, but instead of focusing on kind of the negative side of that, I know I need to focus on the positive by being in the present moment and focusing on the things like mood boosters and best mood of the week. Because right now the worst mood has been just kind of like coming in like this annoying fly that I can't kill in my bedroom. And I do have flies in my bedroom sometimes. That may sound gross to you, but I mean, it is what it is, all right? So that's my best mood and worst mood of the week. I think, you know, our worst mood always gives us something that we can learn from and work on and always just remember that, like, you're not always going to be laughing with your friends and you're not always going to be in a bad mood. Like, both things come and go. Life's all about balance and waves and, you know, we can't get bogged down about the bad mood and we can't just, like, sometimes it's even, my bad mood was thinking how, amazing my weekend was and how it's over and how I don't live by my friends and I don't have that and that's kind of you know what I'm saying and I think that that's you know it's shitty way to look at it instead of just being like wow I had a great time you know what I mean so that's kind of where I'm at is trying to reshift my focus really stay present focus on the gratitude as opposed to what I don't have So obviously moods can be a lot, you know, sometimes you need to calm down, you need your mood boosters. So this week we're going to be doing mood boosters. And one that I talked to you guys about last week was bulldog yoga. Bulldog yoga online is about taking the intimidation out of yoga and replacing it with music, smiles, and no judgment. Bulldog online is about making yoga fun. Yes, fun. And Bulldog streaming online classes are available on demand anytime, any place on your schedule. Bulldog online classes are easy to follow and they're really set to amazing music. They're meant to motivate you, keep you smiling. So when you're done, you're going to be sweating, smiling, and have some good music stuck in your head. There are choices for all levels from beginner classes to heart pumping workouts. And there are tons of class length options, which is obviously my favorite because classes range from 12 to 60 minutes. So you'll get in whatever you need. I mean, we all know the benefits of yoga. I love that it increases my strength. It keeps me super flexible. It also helps my mental focus and honestly just calms me down. So it's honestly just one of my favorite workouts. And that's why I'm so excited that you guys can try your first 30 days for free at bulldogonline.com. That's bulldog online.com use the code mood for an additional 50% off your first paid month again that's bulldogonline.com coupon code mood I mean you guys you get your first 30 days free just go do yoga trust me you'll thank me later And honestly, speaking of music, I think my main mood booster this week, since I was like kind of like traveling and sleeping in a different bed and not really in my normal routine was music. I've just been fully 
dialed in to Taylor Swift, Fearless, Taylor's version, obviously Taylor's version. And it is just, oh my God, I'm just like in the country music, in the Taylor Swift music. I've redid my entire Spotify playlist because I never do Spotify playlists. And so I finally cleared out my liked songs and I would just put my AirPods in the first night I was in Arizona this weekend and I just fell asleep to good music and it honestly just helped like relax me and kind of like make me feel comfy even though I was snuggling with one of my girlfriends um she snores so you know that's another story for another day usually on the plane I either read or sleep and for some reason I just had too much energy so music totally calmed me down it's all about just like I I don't want to like force the branding here on you like I don't but like this is why it's called mood like are you getting it now because like it really is all about your mood and like sometimes this is what your mood needs to be boosted like are you kind of like getting that now you know what I mean like it's all making sense like honestly it's just adding up for me so I'm just sharing it with the class but I'm serious music literally boosted the shit out of my mood this week it felt so good so refreshing and I think the reason why I just like harp on it so much is because like as someone who used to have like hyper, hyper, hyper anxiety, like I wouldn't even hear songs when they were playing because I was just way too in my head. So now that I can just like sit back, relax and like kind of get taken to another place with a good song is just a big accomplishment for me. My next mood booster was absolutely, this is just a very specific moment, but it's also something I never used to do. I was so anxious today. I was totally in my worst mood this morning and I just, and I didn't even feel good physically, but I knew that like I had already, you know, slept, caught up on sleep, recovered from the weekend. I knew that I had to like force myself out of bed and it wasn't even like a big force, you know, like I think it's a reason it was a mood booster is because it was falling into old habits because once you start creating these rituals for yourselves that they come habitual, you can actually just fall back into them a lot easier. And so instead of vacation lasting three days and fucking me up for a week it literally fucked me up for a day and the next thing I know this morning I'm feeling anxious and I was like that's it like I'm going on a hike and I ran my ass off and you guys know that I don't run like I just straight up don't I've like slowly but surely started incorporating more running into my hike because I do like that's like one of the only places I actually can run because it feels like I'm like Barbie adventure from the Barbie adventure game no one played that when they were little on the PlayStation okay cool just me but I like ran my little tushes pukis off today, you guys. And oh my God, I'm telling you, endorphins are real. Nature is real. Fresh air is real. Physical activity is real. Mood fucking booster. So it's like a double mood booster because like not only did I boost my mood with a hike, which was physical activity, I boosted it in a new way that people claim does boost your mood. And it was just all on my own accord. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes maybe a mood booster is just doing something on your own fucking accord. That's what it is. Okay. Do it on your own motherfucking accord. Okay. Thank you. That's it. All you have to do is make your own decisions and be confident in them. Don't shame yourself. Don't judge yourself. Make the decision, stick to it and allow it to boost your mood instead of getting in your head. Just go run that tushes book is off. Okay. And I have to say, if you're not participating in hot girl summer yet, oh, that's a mood booster. I just have to say confidence, ladies, confidence. All you have to do is get a cute new top. I don't know, slick your hair back in a bun like I did so that you don't have to give a shit about your hair. I mean, being a girl is hard. We have a lot of hair, but it it pays off. It really does. It, It pays off. I had a big confidence boost this week and it was the biggest mood booster ever because I started feeling confident in myself. And then 
the right energy started coming towards me and then it doubled my confidence. And I was like, have, is this what I've been missing for a while? Like, this is really cool. Like I, I feel good. I like this. So confidence was a mood booster as well. But speaking of hair, I know being a girl is hard. Hair is a lot. It's hard to manage. But one of my friends, Jacque, Jackie, got me onto this. And I've used Function of Beauty before because they I, I love ingredients. I love custom. I love personalization. I love easiness. Okay? Do you see where I'm going with this? If you guys don't know Function of Beauty, it's actually is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair-specific needs. And so all you have to do is take a quick quiz. And through the quiz, you tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair goals, such as lengthen, volumize, oil control. Mine is just always control and length. And because your hair changes with the season, you can actually change your hair goals before every shipment, which I love because now that I'm going in the pool more, spending outside in the sun, sweating, oh, the hair goals have changed. Next, choose your color and fragrance or go fragrance and dye free. And then Function of Beauty's team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula and delivers it right to your door. I love it because it's vegan and cruelty-free. They never use sulfates or parabens. And you can also go completely silicone-free. So I know it's not going to damage my hair. It's only going to get me that much closer to my hair goals. And it feels so soft and amazing. And all my friends love it as well. And I honestly trust my friends. They also have formulas for body and skincare as well. So that's really exciting. You can customize your beauty routine from head to toe. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash mood to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash mood to let them know that I sent you. They must know. And to get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash mood. So the reason I want today's current mood combo to be about letting go is because it has given me so much freedom in my life recently. Obviously, I know that, you know, I think a lot of you guys relate to me because I've been through a breakup during the pandemic, which I think is obviously something that's really common and incredibly hard. And I think the thing that I've learned through having to let go, and obviously it's harder to let go of a heartbreak because, you know, your heart's broken. It's, 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 easy, it's easier to let go of some other type of disappointment or emotion or whatever. But being able to let go of something so big has helped me so much in letting go of the smaller things. And it has just made me realize like how important that trait of being able to let go is in order to live a healthy, balanced, and just happy life, honestly. Letting go is about accepting what is happening right now and not worrying about what will come up tomorrow. It involves much more than just saying you have to let go. It's an internal process that must happen for you to truly feel better and get on with your life in a healthy way. So you're not just going to sit around with your girlfriends and be like, let go. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Like I would love to do that. I'm actually going to go do it right now. It is a full on process in every single process is different for every single thing. That's why I say heartbreak is so different because you have to heal and you have to go through, you know, the grieving process for heartbreak and for death and for all of those things. And I think there's no shame in taking your time and honoring your feelings and not being able to let go of right away. When when everyone said to me time heals, I I didn't believe them and I truly think that time can heal most things now. And it has healed so many things for me, but 
time can't heal everything because only you can let go. Time can get you to the place you need to be at to be able to let go, but you're the only one that can let go. And that can be with anything in your life. I think one of my favorite sayings is if you're not letting go, it's like you're drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And I think that resonates with a lot of people because you just like visualize it. You're like, I'm the one holding on to all of this stuff. I'm the one making myself miserable. And then while I'm doing it, I'm looking and staring at the other person or the situation and I'm, I'm waiting for it to fail or I'm waiting for them to be upset. It's almost like when people say, I want to hurt them as, as badly as they hurt me. And it's like, no offense. Like you're probably not even going to be able to hurt that person the way they hurt you because they would have been hurt in the situation. They either are or they aren't. So you're spending all of this time and energy focusing on the situation that's happening to you or the th person that's doing something to you and instead you should be focused on what you're going to do for you and I know it sounds fucking cheesy but like a lot of these things happen for us not to us and I truly believe that everything happens for a reason on a, gr on a greater scale I'm not saying that you know you have to get so bogged down with it of like oh my god the light was green because it means I should go like trust me like I have OCD I used to do that shit when I was little it's not like if this happens then this is gonna happen it's more so just like when you look back in hindsight it's fucking 2020 and it it will make sense so just at least try to take care of yourself in the meantime and Obviously, step one, honor your feelings, grieve, do whatever you need to do, heal, take time off. You know, I did all of those things, but you have to be comfortable with the idea of letting go because at some point you're the only one carrying on to these things anymore. They're going to come up later in life. They're going to come up in more ways than you can even think, whether it's your next relationship, whether it's in your child, whether it's in your workplace, whether it's it, whatever it is, like you're the one carrying it. You're, you're doing it to you. Another one of my favorite things and is like when if you're a bowl and you fill it up with all of these things that have happened to you, your bowl is going to be full. We can go even more metaphorically. Obviously, it's going to be fucking heavy, but you don't have room for anything else to come in. So when you don't open your heart and open your mind up to the possibility of maybe something's happening to you for you instead of just to you to ruin you, you actually might allow yourself to open up to more possibilities and better things. But if you're so stuck onto the past and you're so stuck on what you can't change, nothing is going to change because you're just not open to the idea. You're not open to letting new people and things and opportunities come on to you because you're the one so focused on this little like three foot world you've created for yourself. I know obviously there's a super well-known Christian prayer not to get all preachy on you, but it's just something I do for myself logically. Even if you're not praying, I just, I know that the prayer is accept the things I cannot change, change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And it's something that really like a lot of people have kind of adapted in their lives because it's just like a really great saying as well. But I always kind of like when I'm feeling really stressed and I don't know what to do in a situation and I don't know if I'm being anxious or fearful or if I'm like just actually sad. Like I always try to kind of not catastrophize and really reel it in. And something that I do is I really logically think of like, okay, what do I have to accept and what can I actually change? Because there are some things that like I can't change. If this person's leaving, I can't convince them to stay, but I can handle myself to the best of my ability by doing this. Or it's like, I didn't get the job. 
okay, can I change it? Do I need to accept it? What is, what is actually the difference here? So if you're someone that's more logical like that, it kind of helps like almost break it down, you know? And it's like, you have to have the wisdom to know the difference and you have to really, really pause and understand the concept of letting go. If you're going to be able to stop trying to control things in your life. I always tell my friends like, you trying to control someone else is like you squeezing them so tight that eventually you're just going to strangle them to death. Like you can't control these things. You can't be having a death grip on these things all the time. And you think that you're just trying to control your own life and control yourself. And you're just minding your own business. Like, no, you're not. You're supposed to keep your side of the street clean. Stop swerving over into everyone else's fucking lane. What are you doing? You don't have the energy for that. And you're not going to get any good solutions by trying to change the course of your life by stepping out of your lane like literally stay in your lane keep your side of the street clean and good things will happen if you do good good will happen to you I know it sounds woo woo but I have had more than enough proof in my life that it's fucking true and the best part is you first at start at first you start doing this because you're so fucking miserable and you're like, okay, if this is really going to help things get better, like I'll do it. And then over time, like you start doing it more and more and like, yeah, like things start getting better, but you also realize that your day-to-day life is just way more peaceful and way less stressful. And it's like, okay, everything actually has been working out. Okay. Because you know, time heals and hindsight is 2020 and wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, no, it is actually working out like letting go and just surrendering and just kind of like trusting is, is, is better. It, it feels good not holding on to this toxicity. It feels good not having this resentment and just getting rid of it. And then all of a sudden you realize like, okay, wait, maybe I don't want to overthink again and stress again and control thing again. And I'm not saying you're not going to have little stresses. You're not going to not overthink little things. I'm talking about a death grip. I'm talking about literally drinking poison, expecting other situations to die. Like, no, 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 no. Might you take a little sip of poison? Yeah, that's called having a glass of wine. I'm talking like literally you're accidentally killing your own life, trying to ruin someone else's or trying to control a situation. I think it's really important to realize if you're actually going to let go of something, you have to understand your part. And this is something that is so, so helpful for every relationship I have in my life. A great example that I use as well is, are you trying to change someone based on what you expect them to be? Are you accepting them as they are? Are they disappointing you based on your expectation or are they based or are they disappointing you based on how they should be treating you because you're not going to get along with everyone. Not everyone's going to be perfect. Like I said, you got to stay in your lane. You can only clean your lane, right? So you have to decide, okay, what is this person or this situation? What is actually happening? Kind of how we talked about the logistics side, but another way to think about it is, okay, what is the thing I'm resentful of or why am I resentful towards this person? And you know, you think, okay, like what are they hurting? What, what part are they hurting to me? And then you have to think of your part and I've done this with situations that have built up on my own since I was two years old. Like I've watched people do this with things that I would have to say trigger warning before. Like you are, I'm telling you, if you just actually look out and work through your resentment and allow yourself to let go, all you're doing is making your your life better. You can actually 
take accountability for your part in a situation. Like it, all you have to do is put your ego away. Like literally that's all you have to do. I could know maybe logistically on paper, I'm technically right because two plus two equals four, but this, this isn't math. This is life. And it's, we're the only people in charge of our perception. And a lot of our perception comes from our expectations, but you have to realize that freedom comes from surrendering, not having your expectations met. You're allowed to have your needs met. You're allowed to like know what you want, but you can also like not go about everything with your ego and have a bad fucking attitude and not letting go and building all these resentments along the way and pushing people away. Like you have to decide, okay, accept the things I cannot change. Do I want to accept this person I cannot change or not? If you want to cut them off, that's great. Are you going to at least be able to heal and let go? Fabulous. You don't have to have every single person in your life. You're just at least allowed to let go so that you can learn, you can heal, you can have a more open bowl and open plate so that other things can come into your life. Letting go isn't just about like forgiving other people and letting anyone treat you however they want. It's about like cleaning your side of the street and focusing on your life and making sure it's open to receiving, it's open to being at peace. It's open to having new people teach you new things and have new experiences. And I think the biggest thing that's helped me is like, I wouldn't have known all of this and figured all this out on my own if I didn't, you know, have shit hit the fan. So yeah, like I am grateful for the worst fucking year of my life. And I am grateful that I have finally been able to let go because I feel free now and I feel like I can do whatever I want. And I feel powerful because there's freedom in letting go and there's freedom in realizing that you don't need to care about that thing anymore. As long as you've healed and you've understood and you've worked through it, you've realized your part. Like I think especially when it comes to the relationship stuff, like you could easily not let go and not heal and not do probably almost every single thing we talk about on the podcast. And you're just going to bring that resentment into another relationship, whether it's romantic or not, I'm probably romantic, obviously. But I think looking through my part, even though, you know, logistically on paper, every single person in my life is going to be like, you did nothing wrong. You're great. I'm going to be like, no, like I I do realize what my part was. I do realize that this is how I have to carry myself and that I am allowed to have standards and, you know, I accept people and I love people and I don't judge people, but I I still can protect myself and I still can be open to receiving. And it's, it's this beautiful balance, but it's a very peaceful one instead of this one that's based off resentments and juggling things. It's like, I was literally hiking today. I was thinking, it's almost like when you don't let go, you're like the only one carrying up all this shit up the mountain. And it would be just so much nicer if I got to finish this hike, like letting it all go. Like I literally thought that while I was hiking today, I was like, do I, I want to carry all this heavy shit up to the top and then run down with it? Or should I just like drop it? You know what I mean? And it's like, there's so many fucking metaphors for letting go because like it's heavy and it it weighs you down and it's not healthy at all. And it doesn't mean that you had to let go right away or know exactly how or do it by yourself. All I'm here to tell you is that it is fucking amazing, bro. It is amazing. It's so freeing and it's, it's a journey, but it's, wow, the other side is there and it's amazing. And I can promise you that. It's almost like when we talked about healing and we used it as a way to learn. So it's almost like you embrace the the issue at hand and you use it as like this pathway to grow and to learn and to heal and not just heal in a sense of like, oh, poor me, but like heal these wounds. Like where did this resentment come from? Why am I holding on to this? Use it as a way to actually learn and grow 
instead of just letting it fester and build and become toxic in your life because your ex ain't in your life anymore. So you're the one that's going to be fucked later down the road. And I'm not just saying that this has to do with the relationships. I notice this in my everyday life. Like I have to literally decide all throughout every single day what I have to let go. Is it worth my energy? Is it not worth my energy? Should I get mad? Should I not get mad? Should I shame myself for this? Like what even just small thoughts throughout a day do I need to let go? Are they the shitting thoughts? Are they the worst mood thoughts? Are they, you know, just negative self-talk thoughts? And that's why I think even when I mentioned earlier how my worst mood, I think it's, it's more so nagging me. It's because I'm trying to like maybe let some of that attitude go and it keeps coming back. And so that's where you say, okay, maybe this is a pathway to learn something new because it clearly keeps coming back and I need to work through it. Quick break to talk to you guys about stamps.com. Are you still going to the post office? Are you still paying full price for postage? (laughs) Oh my God, you guys. Thanks to stamps.com, you don't have to do that anymore. I love stamps.com, especially because I had to ship 17 pool floaties back to my house from the bachelorette party. It's like the never ending saga of this bachelorette party and me having to use stamps.com. I swear to God, but thank you stamps.com because really it came in clutch or else I would have lost out on all those pool floaties. Stamps.com, if you don't know, brings the services of the US Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must have for any business, whether you're a small office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out your orders or just navigating this hybrid work life. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. No wonder over 1 million businesses chose stamps.com for their mailing and shipping. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. Let me tell you that scheduling the pickup thing literally saved my life. With stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off the post office rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive meters. It's honestly like a no brainer. You guys, it saves me so much time. Like I would have missed my flight because I wanted these pool floaties so bad, but I just like scheduled it beforehand because I figured, hey, Lauren, you're probably going to sleep in. You know what I mean? So it's amazing. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code mood, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in mood. That's stamps.com promo code mood stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. I think the main reason why I bring this up is because it is, it really goes back to that empowering thing that I've been talking to you guys about because it like letting go, I feel like the way a lot of people talk about it, at least like how I kind of knew about it till I really had to let things go was, it just seemed like you like, you know, you just like brush it off. And I think that there's such like a difference of like brushing it off or shaking it off and like actually letting something go because I think of the opposite of letting go is living in fear. And I don't want to live in fear as someone that's very anxious and someone that, you know, is insecure and fearful. And like, I feel like if you can't let go of these things or those types of thoughts, like you are just living in fear and you're not letting go. And it's not, I'm not saying shake it off or brush it off. I'm saying use it as a pathway, work through it. Like you're not just going to pretend everything is fine. You actually have to know the difference between honoring your feelings, but 
not holding on for the sake of just making yourself miserable. There comes a point where you have to actually be proactive. You have to do something, even if it's small steps over time or like finally getting out of bed. But letting go is that process because or else you're literally just ruining your own life. I think it's like such a common thing too for us to just like think about what other people are thinking and doing. And like, you're literally just attaching like so much validity and so much importance and like putting people and their opinions like on a pedestal when it's like, you're literally the only one living in your own head. Like you're the only person that has to live with you. I even told my friend the other day, I was like, listen, like you're driving yourself insane with fear and you're starting to drive me insane. I can put you on mute or I can block your number, but I just feel bad for you as your friend that you can't do that for yourself. Like if you don't go to therapy, if you don't figure out this stuff, if you don't start like actually wanting to learn how to handle this stuff, like you're going to be the only one left in your head because no one's going to want to hear this anymore. Like you just need to like work on it and get help. And there's a difference between being compassionate and being an emotional punching bag. And at a certain point, like people are going to put up their boundaries as they should. And you can't put up a boundary from your own thoughts if you don't know how and if you don't want to. And that's why I think at least if you take anything from this podcast, let it open you up to the idea of how amazing letting go can be. Because I know it's scary. I feel like it probably triggers the idea of change or um, you know, surrendering, having to accept a fate that you don't want, that you didn't plan for, that wasn't a part of your expectation. That's something you're not happy with right now. And I relate to all of those fucking things, obviously. But as someone that's you know been through a lot of shit, I'm telling you right now that my life has improved by learning how to let go of things and it's not always easy some things take longer than others but there are some things that like they can be as small as a little thought of me being cranky and I'll just learn to let it go or something that doesn't totally work out and I'm like whatever like I'm not gonna ruin my fucking day over it or my week or my life or whatever obviously easier said than done with a lot of the bigger stuff but I've seen remarkable things happen when people learn how to work through their resentments learn about their their expectations learn the difference between the things that they have to accept and that they can change and just learn to let go and learn to use it as a way to make themselves stronger and wiser and better so that when you do let go and you have all this room on your plate for the universe or God or whatever you believe to let new things come into your life, you can actually handle them with more grace and with ease and enjoy them more. I'm going to end with a quote that I really like that I saw and I'll probably post on Instagram. And it says, I am not what happened to me. I am what I chose to become. And that I think really encompasses a lot of what letting go means because if you don't let go you're just going to live your life being the person that thinks you are what happened to you and the only one you're hurting is yourself or you could be strong and you can build a beautiful fucking life over time and choose what you want to become and I think that's really beautiful and I think that everyone every fucking single person on this planet is capable of doing it All you have to do is stop thinking with your ego and open your mind and your heart to new ideas and learning about yourself and learning to let go. And if you guys like that kind of thing or maybe this was of interest to you or anything like that, feel free to let me know on Instagram at Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Also, my personal account, obviously, Lauren Elizabeth. Subscribe. Give this episode five stars in the little podcast app. We're available anywhere you can get your podcast. So follow along. Make sure to give a five-star review. And I will talk to you guys next week. In the meantime, boost your mood. Tag me on Instagram. 
I hope you have more best moods than worst moods. Bye.